This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Myth. You've waited patiently all day. All wait. They were patient. They didn't get rushed. But Great Lakes Bay region, we finally arrived at the payoff from high school. House call for Isom. To college. Connor Stallions. Like, bro, get a life. To the pros. Don't say anything about Clayton Toon. No. And that's why I like it. We cover everything a Michigan sports fan could want. This is uncharted territory. And now, here they are. It's the Payoff. Welcome in to the payoff. It's Monday. It's pitch black outside, but we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, Today is a very special day for about half of the audience out there that roots for the school down in East Lansing because football season's over for them. Nice. The Michigan State basketball Spartans start their season tonight. And for the first time, really since the show has begun, We actually have a great reason to talk about Michigan State, and that's a little bit later. So don't go anywhere. We'll get to the Michigan State Spartans. We'll get to Tom Izzo and potentially the best team he's had in maybe a decade. But, John, I want to start the show out with a nice little stat for you. Insane stuff from the weekend. Are you ready? I'm ready. 21 ejections. Nice. Two arrests. Oh, no. 10 Unauthorized entries, nine disorderly conducts, two arrests uh, based on open alcohol, six students taken to the hospital due to alcohol use, Nice. and 75 ejections now added up on the season. These are the stats from Ann Arbor this weekend. Michigan is really embracing the, uh, the villain role of Jim Harbaugh. The whole student body seems to just be embracing the, you know what? We're going to be on our worst behavior lately. Is this why they used to not play night games in Ann Arbor? Probably. I mean, I went back and looked at the 2021 numbers to see how they compared. Sure. Uh, just against Ohio State, that, that one day, there was 24 ejections from the stadium, one arrest, and 15 people transported to the ER. <laughs> that record's going to be shattered in a few weeks when Ohio State comes to the big house. People are going to be acting ridiculous. This week versus Purdue, two arrests, 10 unauthorized entries, nine disorderly conducts. People are being crazy down in Ann Arbor right now, and it it seems to just be all connected. People are stressed out down in Ann Arbor right now, John. Hey, they're they're fitting their team, man. You like when a fan base fits what the program has been representing in the last couple of weeks, and that's what they're doing. That's good. Here's the funny thing about it. Um... Michigan versus Purdue, obviously Michigan took care of business, got the job done. It wasn't even close. And to be honest, I think the Michigan, you know, from within, started to kind of take offense to the fact that people thought they couldn't win without the sign stealing. And you saw them kind of take their anger out towards Purdue. But you also saw Purdue in a way, hey, maybe it's just me, but it it felt like Purdue was playing a semi-dirty game. One of the offensive linemen for Michigan literally got RKO'd. I think there needs to be some sort of Darth Vader villain music playing every time Jim Harbaugh's on TV. This is the villain of all villains. So much so that they brought in Ric Flair to campus today 
They took a picture together, posted it on Twitter. I think mm-hmm. we posted it to the uh, the 100.9, the Mitt Facebook page. You we can did. check it out there. And that's why the woos were in the open. They are embracing and loving the fact that Jim Harbaugh is the ultimate wrestling heel of college football. Because this Connor Stallion story, and we'll get into it, it's just there's a new developing thing it feels like every hour. There's a twist. There's a turn. It, it's like someone literally wrote this story out in a play. Just after the show ends on Friday, we find out Connor Stallions has been fired by the University of Michigan, only to find out about 30 minutes later that that was a false report and that he had resigned. Then he puts out this statement basically falling on a sword for Jim Harbaugh, stating, oh, well, Jim Harbaugh, I I, I apologize for any distractions I caused from the team. I I don't want to cause any more. Jim Harbaugh and the rest of the coaching staff had zero idea about any of my actions that took place over the last couple of years. You expect any of us to believe that? No. But the fact that he's falling on a sword and taking bullets for this guy just goes right in line with what the rest of the team is doing. You listen to some of these players talk on the podium, even today, and they are just hands and knees bowing down to Jim Harbaugh, saying there's no one I'd rather coach for. There's no one I'd rather play for. He gets us ready week in and week out. That's my coach. And that's been the story all season long, how much they worship this guy. Think about back to game one when they all held up the three games for the self-imposed suspension. It was cringy, but they love him. They love him in Ann Arbor. And that's part of the reason I think he's probably going to end up getting this contract extension, whether or not he gets suspended or not. It's getting wild in Ann Arbor. There's a new developing story every single day. And now we find out today that, you know, with all this talk over the weekend that come Monday, the Big Ten, they're laying down the hammer. Tony Petiti is coming down with a suspension on Jim Harbaugh. Where is it? It's nowhere to be found, John. He's not getting suspended today. Sounds like he probably won't get suspended tomorrow. And if it does at all happen this week, sounds like he'll be back for Ohio State. Well, I mean, the recent reports, uh, Athletic and ESPN saying in the last hour, the Big Ten informs Michigan it might face disciplinary action from the league amid sign-stealing investigation. And It might. It might. Maybe. And the thing Ah. is, it's not going to be Michigan that's punished because you're not going to punish the program. You're not going to punish these kids. You're going to try to punish Jim Harbaugh. Go ahead. What what, what are you realistically going to do? Because the sportsman-like policy in the Big Ten says – that you can suspend him for two games if you're the commissioner. I think they waited until now specifically so that they could get him out of the stadium for Penn State. They could get him out of the stadium the week after, and then he's back for Ohio State. Because if he's not on the sidelines for Ohio State, Michigan is going to be showing up. Michigan fans are going to be showing up at the NCAA's door like it's the Washington Capitol raid. Oh, man. No one is going to allow that to happen Because we all know Michigan is a brand. Michigan is a money-making school. Not only for themselves, not only for the Big Ten, but for college football. That program and all its supporters will freak out if Jim Harbaugh is not allowed on the sideline versus Ohio State. And that's part of the reason the, the, the Michigan president has backed the program for so long, Santa Ono. And to be honest, he makes a pretty good point when he says, 
As we, uh, let, me, let me read a quote for you. The reputation and livelihood of coaches, students, and programs cannot be sacrificed in a rush to judgment, no matter how many and how loudly people protest otherwise. It, it makes sense. Like You can't rush to try to suspend Jim Harbaugh when you don't know what you're suspending him for. And there's a difference between admitting he's probably involved in this, which I think is what where we're all at in this, and saying he should be suspended right now. Because you have to take into consideration everything. You have to give Michigan a reason for him being suspended. And right now, if you gave that out, a suspension to Jim Harbaugh for the next two weeks, you don't really have a set in stone reason. Unless the NCAA spoke, came forward and gave the Big Ten enough information where they thought they could suspend him. But if you're just going to suspend him just because, it gets you exactly what you got yourself into at the beginning of the year. Was, here's a suspension, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, we're hearing this isn't a harsh enough suspension by literally just the public. Okay, we're going to retract that. There's, there's just the twists and turns of this story are so unpredictable at this point that it literally feels like a screenplay. There should be Darth Vader music every single time he walks into a room. He is the supervillain of college football, and it seems like it's Michigan versus the world right now, which is fine because Michigan did this to themselves. Jim Harbaugh did this to themselves, to himself. Yet, Michigan is in line to win a national championship, which is something we've made very clear on this show. So go ahead. You can try to suspend him. I don't think it's going to work out. For anybody involved, because he's going to be back on the sidelines versus Ohio State, and if Michigan can get back into the playoffs, he's going to be on the sidelines there. So go ahead and use your two-game suspension now, Tony Patetti, if you're going to do it. (laughs) Do it now. Because if you wait, it's just going to, all it's going to do is feel like you were just waiting to find some sort of reason to do it. And then you're going to have to go into this whole other thing in the off season about, all right, we already suspended you, but now we have to suspend you again. I don't think there's any argument. There's at some point going to be a suspension for Jim Harbaugh, despite Connor Stallions literally getting run over by a train for this guy. But you, you have to present some sort of factual evidence. If you really want to suspend him. You can't just say we're suspending you to suspend you, John. That's, that's just not how this works. And I, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff Bill Simonson says on the huge show in regards to the NCAA's out to get Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's completely innocent until proven guilty. But at the same time, you can't say we suspend you because we're mad at you. All the coaches were so mad that we're just going to suspend. The Purdue coach was pretty mad. And then he got railed by Michigan. So if you're going to suspend him, Tony Petiti, you have to do it right now. Stop waiting, get it over with, or if you're trying to get this indefinite suspension that was talked about over the weekend, you have to go get approval for that anyway through the Big Ten's Joint Group Executive Committee. Are they on Jim Harbaugh's side? Because you have to also realize the Big Ten wants to make as much money as possible. And guess what? If you take Jim Harbaugh away, you take Michigan away for the time being, suspend, uh, ban them from bowl games, whatever, you're losing money. People are taking that in consideration. So now I'm at the point where the Big Ten is coming in hot. Tony Petiti's coming in hot. The Michigan president, Santa Ono, is there with guns and shields ready to defend Jim Harbaugh. Amazing. What is the bigger obstacle right now? 
avoiding a suspension, avoiding punishment from the Big Ten, or Ohio State and Penn State? Because right now it feels like the biggest obstacle in the way of getting back to the the national championship isn't even Penn State and Ohio State, the, the two toughest teams left on the schedule. It's the Big Ten getting in the way. So I asked the people, 989-837-6125, do you think he's going to avoid suspension this year? And if he does, if he doesn't, what's the bigger challenge? The Big Ten or these two great games left on the schedule? And we haven't even dove into the Ryan Day part of this thing yet. Is his brother involved? Oh, We'll talk about it next. You're listening to The Payoff on 100.9 The Mid. Um. Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. All right, here's where we're at. Who gives a damn about Connor Stallions anymore? He's gone. I do. Why? He's gone. He's out of sight. He's never coming back. He's never going to be in college football again. The question right now and the conversation revolves around Jim Harbaugh, whether or not he's getting suspended this season. All the coaches want him hung on a cross. The Big Ten wants to punish him, get rid of him as soon as possible. But they don't have a way to do it because Michigan's president, Santa Ono, makes a really good point. No. Our students, our coaches, our program are entitled to a fair, deliberate, thoughtful process. You can't just jump to conclusions with this. That's what they did with the cheeseburger instant. And I get it. The NCAA and the big 10 are different entities, but we saw it earlier this year when you jump to conclusions without finishing the investigation, it gets messy. It makes things worse, John. Yeah, that's fine. The president's coming out and saying this and you pretty much summarized the quote there. That was it. Direct. Quote. Yeah. Okay. There's no losing money right now. So I'm okay with it. It's how I translate that. Okay, great. If, if it was a move and something Harbaugh did that would lose the program money, uh, then it would matter. But, oh, people who already hate us hate us more, and our image is tarnished from people from other Big Ten schools, there's not too much of a concern. And I think Michigan, and we've talked about this the last couple of shows, they're fine, and pretty much in the open as well, they're fine being portrayed as the villain because that's what corner oh, you backed yourselves it. into. They love it. You're no longer the wholesome team that – does things the right way and trying to build the program from the ground up and brought in the alum and have gotten better each and every year. You're the dirty program now. And for, for the Prez, it's easy to say, yeah, you know, let, let it play out because right now there isn't backlash that you're actually feeling. If it was another on-campus situation where students on campus were, you know, outside the president's house or outside the, you know, big school build. I don't know, you know, the, the campus that well, but big buildings around the school and actively protesting this. Yeah. That then triggers a response where the president might have to lay down a suspension or something to satisfy those people. But the people that are coming after Michigan aren't directly in the line of vision. Right. And there's no money loss. The pe- so to me, that's a, okay. Great statement. The pe- a, a fine statement, a statement you have to make as the president. I'll, I'll give you that, but that does nothing for me. The people coming after Michigan are the coaches who are upset that they're not playing in the big 10 title game. Theoretically, it's James Franklin. It's Ryan Day. They're the ones that are upset about this because if they can get Jim Harbaugh suspended, obviously they think that weakens the program and they want to jump in and take that Big Ten championship spot to represent the East. And again, I'm not sitting here saying Jim Harbaugh is innocent of anything. There is inevitably going to be a suspension on him next year. But I don't think you can just bam. Lay down the law right now in the middle of the season 
without providing a reason why to the Michigan, to the University of Michigan. That doesn't seem right to me. Not not only to the play. I don't care about Jim Harbaugh's well-being, but that's not fair to the players. Like that. That's who I care about the most right now. I I feel bad for the players who are being told now that they can't win because they're one guy on the sideline. Maybe maybe more than one guy who's not even there anymore. That's the reason they've been winning. The players are using this as motivation. They're fueled up by this. They're ready to go. No one from inside that building cares about what's going on. Jim Harbaugh has been very clear. He is taking all accountability for this. Or not not accountability. That's not the right word. But he's ready to take the heat. He's ready to take the outside hate. Yeah, and Stallion's took enough for him, you know? <laughs> Stallion's also died on a sword for Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the heat now, guys. Thanks. That that was ridiculous. I'm so I'm I'm upset that happened like 15 minutes after the show ended on Friday <laughs> when you were calling high school football because I'm driving home and uh-huh. my phone starts blowing up that oh, Stallions is fired. And by the time I go home, it's like actually no, he quit, put out a statement, and as he was dying, his final words were basically, "I love you, Jim Harbaugh. You are my hero." And I'll do anything to protect you. Michigan might have to build a statue of Connor Stallions uh, outside of their stadium. You got you to get a fall guy like him, man. He's a team player. He is. He is. Dave, I don't think you'd do that for me, Ben. <laughs> well, I don't have a 600-page manifesto That's about true. how I want to yeah, support do you. I. Um, I don't think Brad would do it for either of us either. But, oh, you know, no. He'd uh, let us burn alive. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Portnoy was putting out stuff that – they should build a statue of this guy outside oh, yeah. the stadium because <laughs> whether or not you want to credit him or not, he might have saved Jim Harbaugh's butt from getting suspended this year. Because you know he could have just brought the ship down. You know he could have sank this thing and said, yep, here's everything. I'm going to whistleblow on the whole program. If I'm going down, everyone's going down with me. But instead, chooses to jump in front of the moving train for Mr. Harbaugh. And I feel like a lot of the players on this team are doing the exact same thing right now when they're standing up for him. So he can be the villain. And at this point, what are you going to do about it? If you're the NCAA, if you're the Big Ten. Because Michigan's ready to go. They've got ammo loaded. You're going to come down with a suspension? The Big Ten's getting a lawsuit. And that's not me making things up. Those are reports. Santa Ono, we keep bringing up the president. He's ready to give a lawsuit to the Big Ten Basically saying, uh, you can't just suspend our guy for no reason, just because everyone else is telling you to. Am I am I acting too irrational with this, John? I don't know. I, the one thing I want to hear from you, because you sort of mentioned it in the previous segment, you now think Harbaugh's staying. I do. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm, I'm telling you. And, and that could be, co- and that could be different play- tomorrow. All right. Because but right, but right now your gut's telling you Harbaugh is in for another year of this? The way that Santo Ono and Ward Emanuel talk about this guy, absolutely. They wouldn't be jumping <laughs> front of they wouldn't be defending this guy and basically threatening the Big Ten if they weren't ready to give him an extension. Mm-hmm. If the, if he was gonna get fired after this season or if they weren't ready to extend him or didn't want him back, I don't think they'd care about him getting suspended or not. But right now it's basically they're doing everything they can to make sure if you're going to suspend him, we're going to make your life hell, Tony Petiti. We're going to make your life as difficult as possible. We're coming with a lawsuit that we're probably going to win because all the reports over the weekend 
Twitter was doing its thing. The talk was a suspension was coming, an indefinite one was coming on Monday. And then this statement gets put out by Santo Ono. You do that, lawsuit coming. And guess what didn't happen today? An indefinite suspension. Guess what's not going to happen tomorrow? An indefinite suspension. Mm. They're not going to be able to get away with an indefinite one. The max they will do is a two-game one, the unsportsman or the sportsmanship policy, whatever the hell it is in the Big Ten. You can get rid of them for two games. Go ahead and do it this week versus Penn State. And then he'll be back for Ohio State. You can't get rid of Jim Harbaugh for the game against Ohio State. You just can't do it. They will burn the NCAA to the ground. <laughs> there will be lawsuits everywhere. People will be upsetty spaghetti. Bring it on. That's what I would say if I'm the NCAA. I'm not scared. Well, they haven't done anything yet. Not yet. They might. But the it N- has taken quite a turn. But the NCAA is actually doing, like, as much as I would love to sit here and bash the NCAA, they're the ones doing the right thing here. They're investigating. They're taking their time. They're not in a rush. Whereas the Big Ten's like, oh, we got to act now because all the coaches are upset. We got to lay down the law. No, you don't. You got to let this thing play out. You got to get your evidence. You got to get some evidence of your own. You can't just be like, oh, NCAA, please come help us and give us some reason to suspend Jim Harbaugh. No. Either do your own investigation and finish the investigation before you suspend him or back off. That's where I'm at on this right now. And and like I said, this could change tomorrow because we could find out just ridiculous updates in the next 24 hours because that just seems to be the way this thing is going. That's why I'm referring to Jim Harbaugh as the ultimate wrestling heel. Woo! He literally brought in one of the best heels of all time, Ric Flair, to the program today. They are embracing this thing as a villain. And right now, it honestly seems like the Big Ten is a bigger obstacle to get back to the playoffs than Ohio State, which is ridiculous. Maybe that's just from the the outside looking in. Maybe from within, this team is not worried at all about this, at least not the players. But that's what it feels like right now. And I'm over it. I'm over it, John. I... It's amazing, not how full circle you've come, but it's definitely, uh, I would say fuel has been added to the fire of Michigan fans having a leg to stand on more than they uh, did in the past. Well, before it, like before the NCAA or before the big 10 was trying to suspend him, it was, yeah, I know Jim Harbaugh messed up. There's a suspension coming. I can accept that Yeah. now because all the big 10 coaches got mad. Tony Petiti's like, I might have to do something now. And it's like, what, what are you suspending him for? You don't have any facts. You don't have any evidence of anything. And I'm not sitting here. Again, I'd like to reiterate the fact. I'm <laughs> not saying Jim Harbaugh is innocent. I'm not saying he didn't do anything. I can almost assure you this guy is just as in on the Connor Stallion scandal as Connor Stallions was himself. But until you actually present some reason to suspend him, you can't give him an indefinite suspension. You just can't do it. Let's hit the text line and then we'll take a break and we'll wrap up the Michigan stuff. Come back with the long, very long awaited Michigan state basketball conversation. Uh, my boy, Tyson Walker, baby, T- your boy, my boy. Oh, we'll you called, you called high school games I, for him. I didn't did. You? In New man. York. He's the man. Let's hit the text line. You hit on, you hit it on the nose, fellas. Oh, this guy's just complimenting us. Oh, well. uh, you hit it on the nose, fellas. All these big 10 coaches are mad. They can't beat Michigan and that Michigan is keeping those teams 
from getting to the Big Ten championship game. Haters going to be crybabies, period. Wow. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, sorry to cut you off. Leave your name. Leave where you're texting from. I'm going to keep reiterating that just so we know who the heck we're talking to here. John's going to bash his face we, we into know, the computer we know the other in front texter, of him if he we know, we know it's uh, DeAndre, I believe, right? Dwayne. Dwayne. That was close. Uh, he said, I think this is Dwayne. He says, <laughs> I think I was, I think you I was hit wrong. it. Uh, no, that's the same text. What the heck is going on here? They keep switching order. Uh, a day of reckoning is coming. Michigan is even more focused now because of this. This is extra motivation for Michigan to destroy and silence its haters. Jim will not be suspended, and he will coach all the way to the national championship game where we will win it all. Go blue. Seems like there's a lot of Michigan fans right here. From Jalen. That was Jalen. There's a lot, a lot of Michigan fans. It feels like we've got ammo and the Big Ten doesn't right now. Which is crazy. Which is exactly the opposite, right? Like a couple days ago. Yeah, a couple days ago did not feel like that. I I gotta believe that the Big Ten has a little more in the arsenal than they're they're playing off. Because if they didn't, then they they showed too much of their hand in a way. Like, well, John, if they was, had Arsenal, like, don't you think they would have given the suspension? Like they said they were, or like all these reports said they were going well, to well, over the weekend. That that's the thing. It's like you know, not to get into the nitty gritty or conspiracy stuff, but like what's reported is what people want to know. And I think the Big Ten wanted to make sure that it was known that yeah, the suspension's coming down pretty soon. Uh, and then it didn't. And again, there's still time, and it may just happen even today. It may happen in the next couple of minutes, but. You know, the most recent report from The Athletic and ESPN is it might be. Suspended indefinitely to it might be is... They're backpedaling. Yeah, a complete 180. I completely agree that they showed their cards a little bit too early. Yeah. Uh, Let's drop this. I'm sure there'll be more to talk about tomorrow. But Tom Izzo, he's got one more crack at this thing. Your boy, right, Ben? No, not not necessarily. (laughs) I will say, I respect the hell out of this program. But spoiler alert, I'll tease this into the next thing. This might be his last chance, his very last chance to go hang another banner. You're listening to the payoff fueled by Forward Energy. More of the Great Lakes Bay region's only local sports show. Back to the payoff. All right, one more text, then we'll get into Michigan State. Jeff from Midland, let Michigan and Ohio State determine the outcome. If Michigan wins, they didn't need to steal signs to beat them. Nothing happens. If Ohio wins, Harbaugh will take the suspension. I love it. That's the best idea I've ever heard. Talking about wrestling today, that's like the stipulation. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, if you lose, you will have like be, you'll be suspended match. by the NCAA. Ohio State, if you lose, Ryan Day, <laughs> you have to turn in your brother to the authorities. <laughs> it's like The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels I mean, at WrestleMania. The streak sweet, versus... The career. The, the career. <laughs> if I can't beat you, I have no career. <laughs> we might have to make some calls and make that happen. Yeah, and I'll get on the phone with uh, our boy Batiti there. Uh, on to the Spartans. I know the Michigan State fans have been waiting a long time. I've been hearing for months. Just got to wait till basketball season gets here. And it's finally here. Michigan State tips off tonight against your guys, John. Mm. Uh, the James Madison Dukes, that's, Dukes that's, baby. they're, they're going to win that game. If they don't, there's bigger problems. That's not necessarily <laughs> what this is about. It's a preview for Duke. You know, you play the Dukes and then you got to play Duke. <laughs> what this is about is, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say some things right now that might upset Michigan state fans just a little bit. You're going to be a Michigan yippee or a no. slappy like Bradley. No, I'm going to be realistic. All right. You call Tom Izzo, Mr. March. Which I guess I don't have a problem with. You now technically have the longest streak 
of March Madness appearances in college basketball now that Kansas got that 2018 March Madness appearance stripped from them. So if you want to claim the 25 straight longest active appearance record, go ahead. But it's been since 2019, pre-COVID, almost five years since the last time you made a Final Four, since your last Big Ten tournament championship. Hell, 2019 was the last time Michigan State was a top six seed. That's a long time, guys. And for as much as I respect Tom Izzo and everything he's done for the kajillion years he's been at Michigan State, it's been about a half a decade, if not more. It's pre-COVID the last time this team really put together or had a roster capable of making a long run. And that's not to say right now, it's not to bash Michigan State. It's, it's just a realistic fact. But what I will also say is, this might be Tom Izzo's best team even before all those years. Tom Izzo's got the opportunity to go on a historic run. And what I mean by that is, theoretically, just hypothetical for a second, just like we pretend Michigan might win a national championship, let's pretend Michigan State wins a national championship in college basketball. Tom Izzo would be the oldest coach in NCAA history to win a natty. He'll be 69 on January 30th. Only Jim Calhoun in 2011 with UConn did it at 68, and Coach K in 2015 also did it at 68. The point is, time's ticking. Tom Izzo's not going to be there forever, and odds are he's never going to have a team as good as this one because this is the perfect Tom Izzo team. Your starting lineup is a senior, a senior, a senior, a junior, a senior. Off the bench, you have the most athletic human being I've ever seen in my entire life, Cohen Carr. I think that guy could dunk with his feet if he wanted to. You also have Xavier Booker coming off the bench. A freshman, but the highest rated recruit Tom Ezzo has ever had one spot higher than Miles Bridges. You don't have any guys getting drafted in the first round of the NBA draft. This is a team filled with returners, filled with experience, filled with veterans. And the only thing that really stands in your way in the Big Ten is Purdue. Comes in ranked number three, Michigan's four, or Michigan State is four. Only Illinois is the other, the other Big Ten team ranked. The Big Ten is wide open for you to go take. All you got to do is climb over Zach Eady's tall ass. It's there. 7-4. You return all but three players from last year. This is Tom Izzo's team. This is the most Michigan State team. There's no NBA talent. There's no one and done, guys. You have everything you could possibly ask for. There's a reason you're ranked number four in the country. Now you have to go talk the talk and walk the walk for the first time in a few years. Because to be quite honest, I'm sick and tired of hearing about Mr. March. It's been since 2019 that Michigan State legitimately put together a March Madness-type team. You say that. It's hard to make the Final Four in basketball, man. I mean, FAU not, did it I, a year ago. They, they what, went to the Elite Eight last year? John, they haven't walked into the tournament as a top six seed since 2019. I don't know. It's a bit 2020 much. It's, it's was, tough. 2020 tough. was the last time they finished the year ranked. And, and I got to give credit to Izzo here. And, and whether, you know, I'll be eating these words come late February, early March, we'll see. But in the in the error of all these coaches having to bow down to the transfer portal and really having to see, you know, the merits of their coaching ability. How do I create chemistry with four guys? 
that or five guys that are from all different places, maybe weren't returners. He's been able to cultivate a culture at Michigan State that guys want to stay in. And the team, like you said, plays like a team. There's a lot of individual talent in college basketball that carries certain programs to, you know, a, a certain level, but can't get over the hump. And a reason why, like, an FAU last year, and of course every year there's a Cinderella or these group of five teams that make a run because they're full of guys that have played years together. And now more, the, more than ever in, a, in an era yeah, where all the it, it best talents happen. are coming from overseas in the G League Ignite and Overtime Elite, there's not a ton of elite NBA prospects in the college football and college basketball anymore, yeah. which it, it, it even hev- more heavily relies on these teams that have been together for long periods of time. That's why the last few years you've just seen these random schools getting into the final four. Yeah. FIU, FAU, or FAU Miami, like just these, these weird Baylor, like it, it, it just takes cohesion. And that's exactly what Michigan state has here. This is an opportunity to find, for Tom Izzo to shut people like me up. <laughs> Go make one last run at this thing because time's ticking. You're not going to have a team better than this. Xavier Booker's probably going to get better if he comes back. But you're not rolling out senior, 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 junior, senior next year in your starting lineup. Like I said, he'd already this year, him being Tom Izzo, be the oldest coach to ever win a national championship, if that even were to happen. Odds are he's not going to still be coaching in five years, especially that his son's probably done on the team after this year. His son that literally wastes a roster spot. Aww. Nothing against my uh, Steven Izzo. Big Steven Izzo guy. Big Steven Izzo guy. Uh, hopefully he can score a point this year. I think he's 0 for 10 in his career. Oh we were looking goodness. earlier before the show started. But this is it. This is your, your one final last push. If you're Michigan State and Tom Izzo, go out with a bang. Everything rides on this season. Because if you don't go on a run and, and you finish the way the last few years have finished it, finished a seven or higher seed, you don't make it out of the first round, you don't make it to the Sweet 16, if that's the case, kind of a sucky last seven years for Tom Izzo. You don't really have that one magic moment the way a lot of these other coaches have. And as much as you can sit here and say, oh, what does Brad call me, a Michigan slappy? Yeah, I respect slappy. the hell out of the Michigan State basketball program. It's hard to hate that program. You can, we can be rivals. I, I, it's hard to despise or disrespect that program. But I'm just a little over hearing about Mr. March when it's, it's been a half decade since there's been a real run here, John. This is the last chance for him to go do it. I'd call last year a real run. I, I, I mean, I like that the expectations are high, though. You know, Final Four to you equates a, a quality run or whatever we just Obviously. Said. I, I don't know. That's tough, man. This is the first time you get to the Elite Eight for me. I, I think, I think, you know, it's just because it, those games are always toss ups. This is and the, especially in a tough basketball conference. But is it really that tough this year? How many schools made the tournament last year from the Big Ten? How many of them won more than three games? <laughs> three games? The whole thing is what, five? Every Big Ten team gets bounced in the first round uh, every year. In the last five, six years, Michigan State's barely been an exception. They made it out once. I get it. Like, like I, it's nothing to take away from Izzo by any means necessary. All I'm laying out is this is probably the last chance to go make a real run at this thing. You can claim the however many, 25 straight. It'd be 26 straight if they make the tournament this year. But if you want to go out with a bang, let's go on a real run here. This is the best team to, Izzo's going to have the rest of his career at Michigan State. 
Is is that debatable? John, is is that crazy? Are that, you paying attention? <laughs> that what, what are you that, doing over there? I'm actually looking at the schedule to see who they got. They got bounced by Kansas State in OT last year. I forgot about that game. Uh, that was Marquise Noel versus yes. Tyson Walker. Yes. New York versus New York in New York. I forgot about that one. Um, they only mentioned it a billion times well, on the broadcast. They literally played game. in high school, though. It was it was really cool watching it. Did I, you I forget call that, that happened at the suite. Yeah, I called both of them in high school, facing off against each other. Wow. Yeah. We need to Marquee, get you Marquise into March Noel Madness. went to Bush, uh, Bishop Lachlan, and uh, Walker went to Christ the King before he did a year at a prep school towards the tail end. Do you think this is Tom Izzo's last opportunity to strike in Well, you mentioned March. the age. I, I don't know the recruits coming up the pipeline or, or anything like that or, or what next year's team could be, and especially with these COVID years, all the who has eligibility left. But like you said, it's there's it's the time of life. It's, it's, it's father time. That's sticking down on Izzo, and, and I didn't even, that's a good, really factoid that I did not know that he'd be the oldest coach to win a title. Sure. Would didn't be know that time's ticking. He's on the, he's, he's more than just on the back nine. And, and you know, I think a Facebook commenter today, cause you said, Oh, is it the final run? And the Facebook commenter was like, Oh, is he re-? like, I didn't hear news of Izzo retiring, but I mean, I don't know how many years he has left, like in terms of coaching, right? Like you're losing being four realistic. starters next year. No matter what, you're losing four guys who are starting for you. Mm-hmm. Then you got to kind of restart things. And I'm not saying you're going to stink next year, but this is the best team you've had in a long time. This is the first time Michigan State's been preseason ranked since 2020-2021. And they were only 13 that year. They're four. Let's not joke around. Let's not waste any time. You got Duke next week. Go beat them. 989-837-6125. Do you agree? Is this Tom Izzo's last run at this thing? You're listening to The Payoff, fueled by Forward Energy. The Payoff continues. More from the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. All right, let's do a shout-out. I got a same-game parlay for you for Monday Night Football, and we'll get you on your Monday evening. Anna Konaskaya. Nailed it. The winner of the, thank you. The winner of the Dow Tennis Classic. Again, I'll do it again. Anna Konaskaya. Anna Konaskaya. Huge winner. Congratulations on taking home. What'd they win? A trophy? Cup? She won the Dow Tennis. It's it's like a, I mean, I guess a plate in tennis. You know, the, like the. Oh, like a plaque? It's not like a plaque. They, I, I don't even know what they call it. I don't want to say it's a plate, but it's, it's a shot. It's a, like a, a circular trophy. By the way, disrespecting. The name I can't pronounce either. 123,000 followers on Instagram. Big deal in the tennis game. I feel terrible. Now. Tight sets, two, seven, five, six, four. Good win. It's a Dow Tennis Classic. Where we had coverage all weekend long. Our our man, Rich Juday, director of sales at the station, gave reports. So you didn't miss a thing if you were driving around this weekend. And uh, another success I've heard. I, I also heard, uh, you know, uh, the Dow Diamond Events caters it. And it was only positive reviews. Of so, course. Let's that's, pat uh, ourselves on the back as hey, much as we can. It's, it's what happened, you know? All right. So, same all right, game same parlay, game parlay tonight. Chargers, Jets, Ben. What do you got? Because you were 5 of 6 last week, but last week was Lions-Raiders, of course. I, I'll fully admit I do very, very good with Lions prop picks. That's yes. the best thing I in terms of all sort of betting. That's what I thrive at the most. Uh-huh. We'll see how this one. I have real money on this one, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm giving you my, my honest bets on this one. Um, I got, hold on. I'm scrolling through my a million open bets because yeah. Cause you're just a degenerate. Exactly. Okay. I found it. Okay. Okay. Chargers money line. First of all, cause let's not overthink nah. this. What? Let's not, <laughs> you shut up. New York guy. 
It's funny because I have, I have the Chargers in our pick, but everything today is just making me want to switch. Like, I can't. Obviously, I'm locked into it, but I don't know. Here, here's my biggest argument. Good weather tonight meant life. Go, though. You're betting against Zach Wilson. That's a good argument. That's the only argument I need. Uh, but this Jets defense is is pretty, yeah. pretty nasty. They come after you. Uh-huh. They get after you. They got Sauce Gardner locking down their best targets down the field, which is exactly why Austin Eckler over 35 and a half receiving yards. There we go. Yeah. And on the other side of things, again, we already talked about it. Zach Wilson, not very good at football. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be relying on his running backs a good yeah. amount today in the passing game. Brees Hall, very talented player. Mm-hmm. Receiving yards again, 23 and a half. That's all he needs. Parlay all three of those things together and you get a plus 420 parlay. Yeah. Four, 420 intentional from you there. No, that's oh, just okay. what the what the I got a boost on it on oh, my app. You? So I'm I'm sitting at five fifty four. That's what I'll be rooting for All tonight. Right. Maybe we ride together. I don't know. I, I, I feel like this game's a toss up, by the way. It's funny though. You you have Chargers money line right now. You have Jets I with know. the spread in our picks, and I have the Chargers with the spread. So <laughs> nice. Nice nice flip a uh, nice flip there, bud. We got some you, high school football to get to, don't we? No, uh, we have the rewind, buddy boy. It's coming up. And then at eight o'clock, you can listen to this Monday night football game right here on 100.9 FM, the mitt. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope the payoff was worth it.